You're listening to Arc Radio Podcast. Start your day the right way with your daily dose of inspiration. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah and welcome to Radio Ramadan. A sense of peace be upon you, around you, and may salam emanate in all that you do. Brothers and sisters, absolutely wonderful to be with you today in our third installment of Quranic Transformation. Let's revise what we've done so far. If you would, whether you're catching this on the ride home or sitting around the musalla or the uh, iftar table, I would ask that you bring yourself to a posture of dignity. You open up that pelvic tilt. I mean, I know your stomach must be empty right now, but you move and free the pelvic bone. You stack your hips. You pull the belly button, not in like you're at the beach or something, but up. You're sucking the diaphragm up in towards your gut. So pulling the belly button up into your diaphragm, that's more accurate, and rolling your shoulders over, rolling your shoulders over, dropping your chin, and filling your chest with air. Stack the hips, suck the belly button up, roll the shoulders and the chin down. As the chin hovers right over the sternum, go ahead and pull that sternum up. Without lifting your chin, I want you to sit up. You feel all that cricks and cracks around your neck and your, you can feel it in your body. Sit with that posture of dignity so that salam can emanate upon you. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. It is the two duas that we've read. First dua to me is assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Peace be upon you, around you, and may salam emanate in your thoughts, your moment-to-moment awareness, and in your cells, in your routines, in your rituals, and in the energy that you bring to the earth. Our duas for today. Rabbana atina fi dunya hasana wa fi akhirati hasana وَقِنَا عَذَابَ النَّارُ Oh Allah, we ask that you bring good. We ask all of us to receive good in this world and the good in the hereafter and to save us from the hellfire. I think each one of us has a different definition for hasana and that excites me. It excites me that we are not only praying individually but collectively and I am also praying that my version of hasana reaches you and I know you're doing that for all of our listeners. Yesterday or rather the last um, uh, installment that we had we read a dua from surah, surah 66 surah tahrim that is 66 ayah number 8 رَبَّنَا أَتْمِمْ لَنَا نُورَنَا O Allah, O our Lord, complete our light and grant us forgiveness. Indeed, you have power over all things. We didn't translate the end of it in our last episode. We really focused on what light was who we were, and how magnificent Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was. So if you'd start with me cascading forward today, today's dua will be uh, from Surah Ali Imran, uh, ayah number 8. 
Uh, so it's Surah 3, Ayah number 8. But let's revisit yesterday's dua and run through it from the beginning. Rabbana. So who is our God in this case? Uh, to me, Ya Nur. Ya Nur. O oh Allah, the source of light. If we're, we're going forward on the dua. So, O oh Allah, source of light. At mim lana, complete, complete for us. And uh, I don't know, I'm not telling you to translate it for yourself, but I am writing today, O oh Allah, it is us, or at least Wissam, the one who is lacking light. The one who's light, uh, the one who doesn't have light. O oh, source of light, it is me, the, the one lacking luster in his light. At mim lana. So, oh Allah, complete that light for us. And I know you're saying Amin at home. Because I, I really love the idea of thinking of Allah as Nur, the source of our light that we're seeking. Then, oh Allah, it's me, me. Who are you? Oh Allah, it's me, the one with less light. So it's so beautiful. I've come to you, source of light. At mim lana, complete my, uh, complete for us, nurana. Complete my light, ya Allah. And to me, light was living in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's light. Did that make sense to you? To me, if God completed my light, I would be living in his light. I'd love to say all the time, but most of the time. What does it mean to live in the light? What does it mean to say, Oh, our Lord. It's us people who don't feel, we don't feel warm. We're not, we're not, we're in the cold part. Atmim lana nurana. Complete our light. I hope today the concept of living in the light, living in shukr, living in hamd, I, I would hate for it to get brushed off at as simple as be a positive person. I, I, I'm not recommending that. I'm saying face life in the light. And that is a transformation that I believe has taken place in dua number two. That we see ourselves living in the light. But I won't force you to do that. Maybe I can describe a little bit more. Living in the light, living in the consciousness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, living as if God is watching out for you. God is that you are aligning yourself with projects and tasks and you know that God is going to send the right people, personnel, words in your heart to do it. You're not on your own. You start to live in His light because you know you're doing as long as you feel you're fulfilling purpose. Remember that the three components that we talked about? What are the, what's the purpose? How am I going to benefit the world? So as soon as I find my purpose and I start committing to things, I'm not afraid anymore. I'm living in the light because God is bringing, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is bringing this, this ease, comfort, uh, feeding the poor, being nice to the people around me, smiling, being uh, a source of positivity. I'm confident in that. That's living in the light. How could you make this dua and then not be confident in Allah's love? Not be confident in your purpose. Oh, maybe Allah heard my dua. That's a very, that, that, that is not the way I, I would imagine someone who's worshiping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sounds. That sounds like someone who's worshiping their sins, right? But we won't go there right now. You don't want, don't give more credit to your sins than you give to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So with that, 
and grant us forgiveness. Because how can you live in the light of God and constantly be in a fear that God hates you, is angry with you, and he's going to internally burn you? That also must make sense to you. How can I live in the light of the Lord, the source of light, and request his light if I don't feel like I have accepted his forgiveness? And grant us your forgiveness. Uh, grant us forgiveness. Because undoubtedly, Ya Allah, you have power over all things. So whatever happens in life, negative or positive, I'm living in your light because you have power over all things. I hope you can understand that. I hope you hear me on that. Because in my heart, this is very clear. It's very beautiful. Now let us look back at our list. Oh Allah, here are some experiences I want to have. I want to experience the light, Ya Allah. I want to experience my light. Ya Allah, I want to be a source of positivity for the people around me. I want to be a source of calmness, equanimity, and joy for everyone who I come in contact with. That's an experience. Ya Allah, I'd like to see growth. I'd like to see growth in my light, Ya Allah. Make my light stronger, Ya Allah. Make my light uh, have a growth in terms of its strength, intensity, and may my light uh, increase in its warmth. Now, these are all just words that I am saying for, my, for myself. Where do you want to see? Based on your definition of light, how do you want to see growth? And how is your light going to benefit the world? I'll say it very comfortably. I have made dua in my life and I see my dua manifesting itself right now. I said, Ya Allah, use my voice. Let me speak in a healing, loving, compassionate tone so that I can benefit the world. So here, I believe this is a way I'm benefiting the world. And if you could, instead of seeing me show off my good points, but hear me motivate you to say, well, what are you going to share? What's your light and how are you going to share it with the world? Rather, let me rephrase, how is your light going to benefit the world? How are you going to humble yourself? Not be like, look how great I am. World, you come and benefit from me. Or how are you going to humble your light and direct the laser beam, the energy, the x-ray so that it benefits people? Allahumma la sahla illa ma ja'altahu sahla wa anta taj'al al-hazan idha shi'ta sahla And when things don't go your way or exactly as you planned, innaka ala kulli shayin qadir. You know, it's as God willed. Qadarullah, uh, it's the, it, it truly is the will and mercy of God. So as we jump in feet first into that, I know some of you are like, wow, that's heavy. There's a bit, there's a bit to sip on. So take your time with it. Let's introduce today. Keep building that experience, growth, and contribution list, please. Uh, this is only our third episode. So that list can grow, can erase. You can even say, wow, that uh, th those were so immature. Those were so early Ramadan. Now I'm 20 days into it. And now my, my experiences are so much more mature. Go ahead. Do as you will, but make sure the list is growing. Today's dua one of my 
earliest duas, one of the earliest duas I ever learned. Uh, it's around, uh, learned consciously, learned its benefit. If you recite it after each fard prayer, there's a protection from hellfire. There's compensation of paradise. This is amazing. Like just the, the fadila, the virtue of reading this is unbelievable, let alone making it yours. But let's jump in. Surah Ali Imran, ayah number eight. I hope you're going to take some deep breaths with me. Stack those hips. Roll the shoulders. Bring salam into your life. Rabbana. Ra, ra, ra. Rabbana la tuzil qulubana. La tu zizizi ghu. It's like gargling water. Tuzil, tuzil. Qulubana Rabbana la tuzil Qulubana Ba'da idh hadaytana Ba'da idh, idh Bring your tongue out. It is not is. It is idh. With the tongue at the end of the top teeth. رَبَّنَا لَا تُزِّغْ قُلُوبَنَا بَعْدَ إِذْ هَدَيْتَنَا وَهَبْ لَنَا مِنْ لَدُنْكَ وَهَبْ هَبْ لَنَا مِنْ لَدُنْكَ مِنْ لَدُنْكَ Please open up your tongue like you're licking an ice cream cone. Big open tongue. مِنْ لَدُنْكَ رَحْمَةً إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ الْوَهَّابَ إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ الْوَهَّابَ Let's get with our translation. رَبَّنَا O our Lord, connecting on the bandwidth that we all believe in the same Lord, automatically giving us access to being accepted. We're accepted with at least a hundred million people in the world are making this dua. I'll go ahead. I believe that. I believe over a hundred million people in the next hour will make this dua somewhere in the world. Let not our hearts deviate after you have guided us. La tuzil kulubana ba'da idh hadaytana. Okay, so there's phrase number one. O our Lord, do not make our hearts deviate after you have guided us. Does anyone else hear something loud and clear right now? Oh, our Lord, we accept we are guided. Do not take our hearts away from guidance. Allahu Akbar Kabira. One of my, I love this part of the dua. Because just like, oh Allah, complete my light. What does, la hadaytana? What do you have to accept just a little bit in order to even make this dua? You have to accept it, you're guided. And you know, you know you don't think you're guided. You know that you don't accept clear guidance has received, uh, uh, has come to you. You're like, no, it's in the Quran on the shelf. No, you, you are guided on a cellular level. You are guided on a respiratory level. Your iman is guided. It's just those negative thoughts that are controlling you. So think about this for a second. I, I, I even hope that as you're making this, even the control booth is saying, wait a minute. In order to say, God, once I'm guided, make sure I stay guided. <laughs> I am saying to Allah, Ya Allah, I, just by making this dua, Ya Allah, I accept guidance. I accept I have guidance. Rabbana la tuzikulubana ba'da idh hadaytana wa hablana min ladunka rahma. 
Second part. And grant us from yourself mercy. And grant us from yourself mercy. O God, once we are guided, keep us guided. Do not deviate our hearts. Don't miss, don't allow us to get misguided. Don't, excuse me, don't allow our actions to, you know, fumble us up. Wahablana and, and grant us from your mercy. And grant us from yourself mercy. And grant us from yourself mercy. Because you, Allah, are mercy. Rahma, you are the source of mercy, rather. You are the source of mercy. Innaka anta, anta al-wahhab. Excuse me. Innaka anta al-wahhab. If I recited it wrong earlier, my apologies. Innaka anta al-wahhab. I might have said tawab. I might have said tawab earlier. But I'm gonna leave it. I'm not gonna go back. It, it was a mistake. And I think it's very befitting of the dua. So if I read innaka anta tawab earlier, and no worries, I'm gonna stick, uh, stick to it, make the correction, innaka anta wahhab. And after the recording's done, I guess we'll all find out. Rabbana la tuzikulubana ba'da idh hadaytana wahhablana milladunka rahma innaka anta wahhab. Indeed, you are the bestower. Does everyone see three distinct layers? Rabbana, O our Lord, once our, do not deviate our hearts once they are guided, level one. Wahablana milladun karahma, and grant us from yourself mercy, because you are the source of mercy. Level two. Inna kantal wahhab, and you are the bestower, level number three. So this is a really, really beautiful dua, but I'm gonna pause here and ask you to start working on it. Go ahead, write on a sheet of paper, who is your Lord? Who are you to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? And what is it in these three levels that you're asking for specifically? So let's get, let's get down to it. Uh, in this case, I say we start out at the beginning. Rabbana, O our Lord. Uh, I think, no, I'm going to correct myself here. Let's go backwards. Best way. Best case scenario here. Innaka antal wahhab. Let's start with the fact that, oh Allah, you are Wahhab. You are the only one who can bestow these intangible divine gifts. Mercy, guidance. It is you who the only one who can give this. So let's go backwards. Oh Allah, give, uh, grant us from yourself mercy. Can you please take a little bit of time to explain to me what would it feel like, look like, uh, what does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy look like or feel like? What kind of uh, lightness, what kind of forgiveness would you feel? How merciful and forgiving would you be to other people who have wronged you if you received, uh, uh, if you received milladunka rahma? If you received Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from himself, you received his mercy. I like that. I like the way that, that falls. So, O oh bestower, bestow mercy upon me and then make me merciful to those around me. Explain what it's going to feel like to have mercy and then go backwards. What does it feel like to be guided? So this kind of goes hand in hand with answering, what does Rahma feel like? I, I, I am even going it, to, it's hard, right? It's, is it hard for you? I understand forgiveness, mercy. Forgiveness is one thing. Mercy. What does mercy feel like? Huh? Does it feel like your mom 
tapaking you to sleep, like, you know, patting you on the back? Does it feel like your dad carrying you from the car? What does mercy feel like? Does it feel like when the police officer let you go from the, from the ticket? Does it feel like when you were going to get in trouble, but someone had mercy on you? What did it feel like? I'm going to let you answer. We're going to come back to it. We're going to come back through the month. Because as you can tell, it's a great month to discuss mercy. Now, as you're like totoling in your brain and looking around for what Rahma looks like, you know, you're, you're like, what is Rahma feel like? Then tell me, what does guidance feel like? What does guidance feel like? And the funny part is, you're like, oh, I don't know. I'll tell you when I'm guided. No, friend. That's, it's a, it's the trick question. You are guided. What does it feel like right now? In saying, oh Allah, don't take me away from guidance once I'm guided, you're accepting your guidance. Take it in. Ya Allah, it feels like direct connection. It feels like you're communicating with me. It feels like no anxiety, no depression, no paranoia. Oh Allah, guidance feels like I'm not constantly asking for permission. I feel like I have a purpose, like I'm walking with confidence. I'm not always, oh, is this haram? Oh my God, am I doing this wrong? Oh, did I say this bad? Am I offending you? That, that doesn't really sound like guidance to me. It sounds like paranoia. Oh Allah, oh Lord. These are the three things. Now, if you could come to the word, Qulubana, can you transform yourself into a heart? Can you see yourself just as a heart? O oh, our Lord, the God of all hearts, do not deviate us because I might be black, white, Chinese, Pashto, Persian. I might be from France. I might uh, be disabled. I might be very, very, very different on the outside. But And you, you can look this up medically if you want to as well. And spiritually speaking, but medically, we all have the same looking heart. Even in hypo extension of the heart, and there's, pardon me, there's disorders that the heart grows two to three times its size, still the same shape. We are connected, friends. And on that bandwidth, oh God, you're not, I'm not asking you for my single guidance. I'm asking for a, a shift. I'm asking for an entire group, an entire nation, an entire ideology of people for their hearts to be turned in the same direction. And that direction should be one of guidance from you. And that guidance should be full of mercy directly from you because you are the bestower. You will rewind that right now. Oh God of all hearts, it is us the hearts that you created. Incline our hearts to guidance and never deviate them. And with that guidance, incline us to you, the source of mercy. Incline us to you and bestow upon us your mercy, for you are the bestower. Innaka antal wahhab. ربنا لا تزيق قلوبنا بعد إذ هديتنا وهب لنا من لدنك رحمة إنك أنت الوهاب. Now define. Who is Allah to you? In this moment, say it to yourself. Oh Allah, God of my heart. Oh Allah, it's me, the one who maybe doesn't use his heart or her heart to communicate with you. 
but jump on everyone else. You can jump, you can hide behind us. If you feel like, oh, I can't talk to Allah with my heart. Well, we're all here too. All of our hearts. The How wide as your Rabbana is, our Lord, as many people as you can fit in our hour, if it's just the Muslims of Glasgow, just the Muslims of the UK, if it's everyone making tawaf, or it's every human being in the globe, on the globe, it's up to you. Kulubana. Oh God, our hearts are inclined towards you. They are guided towards you. Keep them there. And incline us, grant us of you your mercy, because you are the source of mercy. And you are the bestower. You are Rahma, you are Rahim, and you are Wahab. Jazakallahu khairul jazaa, friends. When we get this far, and I feel, I feel the tingle, I feel the excitement within myself, I can only imagine where you are. Whatever phase, time you are in, I believe my God is 4D. I believe Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not bound by time and space. So the God that is guiding me, anointing me, and causing me excitement and a, a iman bubble up is the same God that you are worshipping now. Jazakallahu khairul jaza to our Quran team, the team that is keeping the Quran going here at Radio Ramadan. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you all. And to sign off for tonight, it's always a means of peace and blessings to be with you all. I'll see you all in our next installment of Quranic transformation for Radio Ramadan. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. information and to listen to more podcasts visit us at arc.score or check out the arc media app